Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Growing old together. Growing old together. Hey guys and welcome to episode two of our podcast Growing Old Together. My name's Grace. And my name's Ryan. And today we're going to be talking about education. My favourite topic. You liked school. Yeah, I liked school, but then I grew to hate school. At what point did you grow to hate it? Like, I reckon about sixth form. Actually, no, when my drama teacher made me cry. That's probably got something oh, to do with it. And yeah. my art teacher made me cry. GCSEs. GCSEs. C- crying was a theme for you at school, though. Yeah, just for the two, those two um, <laughs> classes, and actually I did the best in them. Oh, fair enough. Crying got you those grades. Yeah, that's exactly Yeah, <laughs> I just cried to milk out the good marks. That's what it was. That was my skill going on there. Gets you really far in the exams if you just sit there at the exam table and just cry. Whereas yeah. I hated school beginning to end. No, I thought you enjoyed, like, university and stuff. No, I liked being at university, being independent, being away from home. But I actually hated my course. I liked going to the lectures, but university exams are hell. Like, yeah, but worth it. Yeah, it worth it in the end. But I had some at, like, 8 o'clock at night. or I couldn't do that. My bedtime's at 8. Yeah, like, waiting around all day for it. And then there's so much pressure on it. Literally, as soon as I got back from school after my A-levels, so I'd get back at, like, 3.30, I would be in my pyjamas at 4 o'clock ready to eat dinner, go to bed, eat some food in bed and watch some Grey's Anatomy. You know what I used to do? What? I used to get home, make dinner, have dinner. Yeah. My mum would get home. Yeah. She'd make dinner. I'd have dinner number two. Stop it. I'd go to my dad's. Stop it. (laughs) He'd make dinner. Stop. And I'd have dinner number three. Stop it. No, that's not true, is it? Yeah, 3T Ryan. That's really not true. We called it tea in the north because... that's Northern. that's so not true though. Yeah, yeah, I used to have three dinners a day. <gasps> three dinners? Yeah. Did everyone know about this? Yeah. Everyone what? was alright with it. It was okay. Though. Yeah. That's quite a lot of food, I imagine, because the portions your family eat aren't small. <gasps> Did you hear that, Mum? No. Like portions aren't small. No, but they aren't, are they? Like they they're quite good with their food portions. Well, they don't just they're, like they're, give you a little bit of chicken. They're bigger than your family food portions. Mum always made you loads of food when she you did. stayed at she hers. Did. Except the difference at my house was half wasn't salad. <laughs> It was just chips. I thought this was a normal thing in everyone's house, right? When you have a pasta dish or a dish that is mainly carbs, then what you have is a side salad, which takes up half the plate. I thought that was a normal thing, right? So you've got a plate of pasta, but actually half it's pasta, half it's salad. 
people that was a normal thing. Apparently, the past few years, I've worked out that it isn't a normal thing at all. And most people just have a whole entire plate of pasta with nothing else on the side. Yeah, for me, it wasn't a side salad. It was just a side of cheese on my pasta. See, that doesn't surprise me because that's exactly how you have your pasta now. Well, I like to have pasta with my cheese. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> See, you just do pasta wrong like you do everything wrong. Excuse you. Like you did school wrong. I did not do school wrong. I feel like you were one of those people who just got up in the morning and you were like, yes, yeah. I'm ready for school. I loved school, but purely because I had a really good group of friends. So it was just like a social thing for me. I just really enjoyed it. I loved seeing my friends. I was in the same classes as all my friends. And then the only two classes that I wasn't, well, the only two classes I weren't were, weren't, wasn't. What's, not, what's the right word? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Carry on. <laughs> the only two classes that I wasn't in the same class as my friends... It was English, by the way, everyone. <laughs> oh, stop. Grace did not go to the English class. I did go to my <laughs> English class. Anyway, were drama and art. And ICT, actually, so three. But um, And I really enjoyed those subjects, so it didn't matter if I wasn't with my friends. I think that was right. Wasn't. It was, was the wasn't. correct English. Why wouldn't you help me out? Now they had to listen to me embarrass myself. <laughs> See, surely it wasn't just your friends that made you want to go to school though. Well, I think I enjoyed the lessons, but towards the end it definitely was my friends. Yeah. No, I, I, I think my friends had a big part to play, yeah, in me enjoying school. I think I only went to see my friends. The lessons were so boring for me. Apart from maths, which I... I was really good at, so I found the lessons quite boring, but the teachers were nice. So, so. either way, if you if you were good at a lesson, you found it boring, and if you didn't, if you weren't good at it, you still found it boring. Was if there I wasn't no good winning? at it, I wasn't interested. So was there no winning? There's no winning. No one could bleed you in no any way. way. And you had good friends as well, but you still didn't enjoy school? Um, no. So no. how could you have enjoyed school? Like, what could they have done? Homeschooling. Homeschooling would have been perfect for me. I could have sat in my pants, played World of Warcraft all day, like I wanted to do. And then you wouldn't have learned anything, and yeah, then you would have had no friends. I felt like I learned nothing through the school year, and then a week before my exams, I'd learn it all. What, and then, by just like cramming it in your head? Pretty much, yeah. but yeah. most young people can't do that, so they have to go to school and go to all the lessons. I know, but I just meant for You're me. You're just a genius, lovely. I'm Is not, that what you want to hear? You're I a just, genius. I just could not sit still through those lessons. Isn't that something? ADHD, but yeah. I don't think I have that, I think. No, because you can sit down and read a book quite easily. Yeah, because I'm doing something. Yeah, but in English, surely you enjoyed that because you enjoy reading. No. English was actually my worst subject. Isn't what we're watching on the TV at the moment, The Handmaid's Tale, that's the book that you can read in English and study? Yeah, but I don't remember doing that one. No, but I mean, some of the I books, actually if you'd given them a chance, you might have actually enjoyed reading I actually them, right? died. Yeah, I was actually so bad at English that I wasn't allowed to do English literature and I had to do media instead. I got to watch horror films instead of read, like, crappy oh. literature books. Our media studies wasn't quite like that. We didn't just sit there and watch films. No, I had to, like analyze and i didn't do that i just you did just sat and watched the films did the minimum to you get were through really like hard worker weren't you no no <laughs> You literally you can go through all my report it just says lazy how did lazy. you get to where you are Doesn't i don't speak. understand how did you do well I, at uni I, I did really well at university but i feel like a level and gcse's let me down quite a bit but we'll get to that we'll get to that so what did you pick for your a levels oh what did i pick okay so for as's I picked, although it's just A-levels now, isn't it? It's yes. It's a different thing now, but... Okay, I did psychology, I did ICT, drama and media studies. You could probably have guessed all of you those. You were going for a really easy time in sixth form. Yeah, but I wasn't, I wasn't originally going to go to university. That's true. That's true. So yeah, I was just having some fun. And then, but actually I didn't realise that all of those, um, all those subjects still had exams and loads of essay work. 
So I kind of thought I'd boycotted all that and I hadn't. I actually lit I literally just chose what I, I enjoyed. And I uh, failed psychology, which was the one subject that I picked because I thought it'd be interesting and it wasn't interesting. It was just really dull, wasn't well, it? Well, they sold it to us that it was like um, Darren Brown. It's That's not, literally though. the example they used on the opening day of psychology. I can tell you for a fact, actually I found it really interesting, but they did not tell me how many cases I had to memorise. <sighs> and I did not have time for that. I wasn't even planning to take it for A-level, so my second year. I was just planning to take it for the first year of my A-levels and then drop it. You couldn't even get through that, though. Well, no, I got, like, I literally in one of the exams, I got a U. Oh. But then I got, like, a C in the other, so it evened out. You were really upset about that. I can no, imagine. No, because I, I, I didn't even you. want to turn up to the exam because I knew it wasn't going to make. Fair enough. But I imagine if you tried hard and failed, you would have, like... Well, yeah, I would have cried. the school down. I would have cried. Yeah. I picked the complete opposite. Yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me because you took all the academic stuff. I, not not necessarily. I just did maths, further maths, physics, chemistry, and biology. He, he, there's a reason why he asked what I had studied first, <laughs> so then he could really impress everyone with what he so studied. All, all the teachers actually said, because you know how you have that little evening before. I couldn't go to that because I was work. I was and, and you discuss what you should take. Yeah. And all of them were like, Ryan should not do all these because he's too lazy and he won't keep up with the workload. Which, like, give them give them something here because you were awful at school but i think i think they said that to me before gcse's before i did my gcse exams yeah so i was like right i'm gonna prove all them wrong and i did and then because because i did well they actually allowed me to take five a levels however they didn't tell me they didn't have a further math teacher so i had to teach myself that i had no free periods and i i had four other a levels to do that didn't go well <laughs> at the end of as levels i actually failed everything but you did so well i thought oh no you did better afterwards i did better in my A2s. yeah i pulled myself sometimes all you need is to do miserably badly and then you'll pull yourself together and do really really well yeah, so whenever there's exactly. a bad moment in your life it's just there to push you that little bit further to be really, really good at some point. But yeah, failing did, did help me. I realised I need to get my act together if I wanted to go to university. And failing at psychology taught me nothing. So you didn't go to university? I didn't. The university was always really an option for me. Because I, I, my school really pushed me to go for Oxbridge. Because I, I, I did all the maths competitions because I was a loser. Not a loser. If you do maths competi competitions, you are cool. Very I, cool. I support you. Yeah, I always said to that guy doing the maths, maths competitions. It doesn't matter because do one day everyone will work for you. Yeah, so because I, I, I actually went to like Oxford and Cambridge to do the maths competitions. My, my school just geared everything. Like There was a few of us who were doing quite well and picked all the academic subjects. Like, they pushed us towards going to Oxbridge. So it was never in my mind that I shouldn't go to uni. And kind of my family pushed me there as well. But your family aren't like that at all. My mum didn't go to university. My dad didn't. My well, my parents didn't. didn't. Oh, yeah. Um, but my parents just never really... Yeah, I don't know. I think they would have liked it if I did go to university. But what, they never pushed me to do it. What would you have studied? I would have studied like graphic design. Graphic design? Or advertising. Advertising. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. I did... We did look into universities. I but got all the brochures and you stuff. You were acting before university, right? Yeah, from 15 years old onwards. So during your A-levels? Yeah, during my A-levels. I had about six... No... I had about 12 weeks off, I think. So then you've already kind of done like the whole being free. Yeah. Being young away. Yeah, so I wasn't in a rush to try and get away from home because I'd already done that like every few months from the age of 15 onwards. And you love your family life. Yeah. You were I pretty happy at home. Yeah. 
I've already said, like, I'd quite happily live back with them for a bit and then move back out again. Yeah, I love being with my family. Yeah, so I feel like a lot of people have different reasons for going to university. Mine was simply just because I was pushed that way by the education system. Oh, don't get me wrong, though. My school were not happy when I said I didn't want to no, go to university. My parents had to have, like, phone you. calls and meetings with them and stuff because I was the only person out the whole of the year that wasn't planning to go to university. And but so... I, th- I think more people should take that choice now. Yeah, but they don't encourage it. No. Or they didn't encourage it. Especially with fees higher now. Yeah, and I think I'm pretty sure that, like, the sixth form gets some form of, like, a bonus point system. I don't know. If more people go. If more people go to university and get into better unis. Well, no, they have better rankings. It looks good for them. That's what it is. Yeah. And so, at at the end of the year, when it said where everyone had got accepted to or something, there was a uh, big, like, kind of, like, brochure that got handed out. And mine just said, like, Grace Mandeville exploring other opportunities and everyone else has said what university they were going to everyone everybody because it's not it's no longer if you actually do well at uni or not there's always a university that i feel like go to. the majority of people go to university now not because they enjoy the subject and want to do it they just want to go to uni yeah they want to go to uni and party yeah which is the only thing that i feel like i missed out on a little bit i don't think you missed out as much as you did no i don't think so but then i got to see my friends and they were at university so i got to kind of experience the uni light nightlife a little bit a little bit yeah it was a weird one though it's a bit weird now i think once everyone's out of university and I've been working for like those four years everyone's been in uni or three or four years and now we're kind of at the same point in life except I think I've had a bit of a head start on my career until YouTube dies and then I'm yeah and then you're unemployed and why do you think I'm doing this podcast Ryan (laughs) joking guys kind of so rewind a bit so on results day at a level yeah you were the only person sitting there like I'm not bothered I don't think actually I don't think you didn't go in I don't know. I can't remember. What did but you yeah, get? I can't remember. Maybe AAB, I think. AAB? Yeah. I expected less. <laughs> Excuse you. No, I think I got three A's. I got three A's. Did you? Yeah. Oh. I got three A's. I think you, you did better than me then. Oh. Yeah. Wait, I got an A. Wait, what did I do? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So your, your results day was a lot less stressed than mine. Well, yeah, because I wasn't depending on going to a university. Go on then. Tell us yours. Uh, I got A star and four B's. Which is amazing. Which is alright, but I did definitely did overextend myself. Because I, I think one of the days I had four exams. And I had to be in like, what do you call it? Inclusion or something? No idea. I was kept in a separate room all day. Oh. So I couldn't oh, talk about my exams. To other people. Because I them at different times. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that was how I'm You were the sure. person I wanted to find. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I failed like two of those exams. Just because there was so much in one day. And there were different subjects. I couldn't have done it. Um, I used to complain and moan if I had like two exams on the same day. Yeah. They just couldn't move that many for me because I had, I was doing five subjects. Yes, we know. You're really clever. No, but I didn't get into any of my university choices because I didn't get, I think Oxford was after A star AA. Wait, so, so go back a bit. So you did, you got five A levels. Yes. And you got? A star B B B B. Okay. And the universities you applied for were? Is it Manchester, Manchester, Oxford, Bath? Yeah, it's like three, I think. I can't remember the other ones. And they all said no? Uh, Yeah, they said no. Because what were you expected? Uh, They wanted at least three A's. Wow. But you got four B's, so surely that, and an A star. Yeah. So surely that kind of evened out. Well, that just wasn't enough, you know? Did you break down? Did you cry? I did completely broke down. Did you cry? I didn't cry. Oh. Because... I needed some drama. I found out in the morning... Uh, because they on the UCAS website, they just said, I can't remember what they said, just like, 
waiting or something like that. Which was really weird because I wasn't declined. I wasn't accepted. You are in limbo. I was in limbo. But the thing is with clearing... Um, so clearing in the UK, if there's any foreign listeners for this, <laughs> dream on, dream is on. where you where the university opens its remaining spaces because they didn't get enough on the course, or they feel they could get more on the course. Um, they open up their spaces just for anyone up to grabs to they apply des- for. They decide they want more dollar. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Yeah, That's pretty much. Is. But you still have to get the grades and interview and things, um, normally over the phone for the, those positions. So I, I had to go through that, but I couldn't go... Th- you can't go through clearing until you've been rejected from all your universities. So you just sat there waiting. So I had to sit there and wait. But I finally got through to Oxford. They didn't want me for their physics course. Yeah. But they wanted me for the material science course. Should have gone for that. You didn't enjoy your course in the future anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I said no to that because I didn't know what material science was. Yeah, what is that? Looking back on it now, I probably should have done that. You would have enjoyed it. I probably would have enjoyed no that. No regrets though. No regrets. Kind of. Um, kind of. <laughs> we both know you would have loved Oxford. I would have, but you know, it, was, it wasn't meant to be. Ryan um, actually went to Oxford the other day, by the way, and said how amazing it was, so. Yeah, I love Oxford. It's such an amazing place. It's like being in Hogwarts. Yeah, and Ryan's a big Harry Potter fan, as we worked out in the last podcast. Anyway. And then Manchester were actually considering me, but they had people with higher grades that they had to consider first. So I was like in a limbo, just waiting for them to sort out all the papers and things. But clearing was disappearing fast. At this point, I would have phoned them up and started crying hysterically down the phone. So and if I, that didn't work, I would have given them the one hand card. I phoned up the admissions office and she said I'd have to wait. And there was nothing I could do about it. So I just said, decline me. I just took the risk. Yeah. And said, decline me. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go. So because I, I'd already found on clearing that York had put up a theoretical physics module, which... Kind of suited me better than pure physics because it's a bit more mathematical and I got my A star in my maths. Yeah, Um, so it made sense. So it it kind of made sense and I did an interview on the phone. I spoke about the Beach Boys for a bit and I got in. That was it. The Beach Boys of all bands to talk about. I had like music on in the background and he heard it on the phone and then we ended up talking about it. But hey... Hey, I got into university. If I spoke to you on the phone, I would have thought that you were not in a bad mood or you couldn't be bothered to join because you would have, I can imagine it now, you would have spoken really quietly and slowly and because you were nervous and scared as well, you would have been a bit like, uh, mm, uh, um, mm, uh, and I would have thought, oh, it's just a teenage boy that can't be bothered, doesn't care. That's not the case at all. Oh, I came I off confident. And... No, 
No, the case was that you were worried and nervous and wanted to go to university. Uh, well, yeah, I had nothing else lined up and... Are you pleased you went to university? Um, yes. Yes, I am. I don't think I could ever have the job I have now without my degree, which is stupid because I could do all the skills now without ever, ever having gone to university. Do you reckon about four years ago, well, before you went to university, do you think you could do the job you've got now? Without no. the training? You needed the training? Well, I, I think I'd have to spend some time training myself, but I think I could do it without university. Yeah. If I spent those four years just training to do my job, I'd be way better at my job <laughs> than I am now. Yeah. Except I decided to learn about physics instead for four years. Well, three You're slowly years. slowly moving out of it, And then though. I did my master's. Yes. Um, That's right. Ryan's got a master's as well. Thrilling, I know. But... Um, University, because it was a case of, he's a lecturer, go everything, do everything yourself. I did much better at university than I ever did at school. Which is amazing for you, but for a lot of people, I reckon they probably struggle. Because you're um, so used to the education system telling you, this is what you have to do, this is what you need to do now, this is what you have to do here, you have no freedom. Yeah. It must be a shock to the system. Um, it was perfect for me. I got problems to do on my own. and. But isn't that weird? I could that, learn what I wanted on my own. Isn't that weird though? The first half of the education system isn't good for you and it's really like, it completely is awful for you. But I but think then it's the second be- bit better is. for some people. Yeah, but then the second bit is. So the education system isn't built for a specific person. It's all over the place. This is just me getting all, you know. Well, I, th- I think the problem is it's built for very specific people at different stages and I, I'd say like 10% of those people fit in. So 10% of people will do really well at school. Because it's right for them. And then I bet 10% of people at university do really well at university because it's right for them. But the other 90% just aren't catered for. Yeah, this is my problem with it, guys. Education system is broken. It is broken. But we can get onto that another time. But my main point is that just because you think school's right for you, university might not be right for you. It's true. Or if you think school wasn't for you, university might really be for you. Which I think was more the case for me. I just kind of got tired of my course, I guess. The thing is, though, I really enjoyed school and I think I would have really enjoyed university. Yeah. I think I'm probably that that person that the system was built for. I guess. Apart from the bit where I cried during GCSEs. I mean, crying would do... (laughs) Sophie, if you're listening to this, crying got you through so many things at university. (laughs) (laughs) Did your friend cry loads? Yeah, my friend Sophie cried quite a bit at university and I feel like... She, she paid the pity card. <laughs> really? Well, there we go, guys. If you get in a tricky situation, all you need to do is cry. Just cry. cry. Cry through the education system. It'll get you where you need to be. To be fair, if I saw anyone crying at any point, I would stop and be like, oh, they're really sad. Let's help them. So I think the main thing you missed out at university yeah. is living with students. Yeah, and I'm so pleased. Guys, I could not handle it. When Ryan was saying about how, actually, you say it, about the people when they don't do the um, So because I got in through clearing, um, I didn't get a place in halls because York University at the time didn't have enough housing for people. So I just had to go, I, I think a random Facebook group. See, no. And be like... See, that's a problem at the start. I need people to live with. No. And I found three people. Don't get me wrong, lovely people. If you're listening anywhere in the world, Lauren, James and Slavomir. <laughs> uh, wonderful people. But I don't think any of us were really ready to live alone yet. No, or um, live together. No, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't name names. But um, <laughs> yeah, we just weren't ready to live together. There was a lot of cases of leaving food out. This to, is my thing. To rot on the bench. This is my thing. I could not, 
I could not walk down to the kitchen to make myself a cup of tea or a coffee in the morning and it would be covered in someone else's dirty plates Oh, there was and just pans. raw chicken on the bench? No, On no. the work surface? Sorry. No, yeah. all right, no. <laughs> raw chicken though. Surely everyone, I get if some people don't know the hygiene rules, but everybody knows that chicken is really bad raw. You don't do that. You don't just leave it out. Scruffiness was probably the worst in my first year. Just because, you know, we'd all moved out. And obviously I wasn't scruffy because I'm like a clean freak. Um, It's really hard. I had a tiny, tiny little bedroom which literally fit in a double bed. And maybe one seat at the side of the double bed. It's the size of our... Apart from that, my first year uni went really smoothly. So in the second year... There was a guy on my course who I was kind of friends with, but he was looking for an extra person to live in his house. And not not having really meshed with anyone my first year and not wanting to live with the people I already lived with because we all did different courses and we all had different friends and we were all very different people. I decided to move in with them, not having ever met his friends before. See, no. I um, think there should be an app like Tinder, but for like finding housemates for, because I think there's a flaw in the system because um, there's literally no system. I'm sure there is an app somewhere now. Oh, there is. Spare room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but do, uni, do they go on that? I think some people do. Could you imagine if you started like living with some really like awful human? Oh, you did. Oh, I did. Oh, gosh. He's got all the stories, guys. This podcast isn't long enough. Are you ready for my second year of university? Yeah, sorry. That's where you're going with it. <laughs> okay, I get you. Sometimes I don't know where you're going and I'm trying to follow. So, I think I was I think I was in Scotland or something when they were viewing the, flat, uh, the house. It was a full house. And it was quite close to the university. And it was on a street I knew. It was really close to town. And they went to view it. They were like, yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's all good. And because I wasn't there and I wasn't moving in first, they said, you know what, Ryan? You can have the room with all the new furniture in. That's it's downstairs, nice. but it's it's got all, all the new furniture and things. So yeah, I got the downstairs room. I moved in, opened the blind. What was there? The, the kitchen window of an Indian curry house. <laughs> Wait, uh, just literally like, next door? Literally yeah. next door. It was your next door neighbour? Yeah, but it was like a small alleyway, really small, and just looking me in the face were all the Indian chefs. Think of the smells you'd wake up to that oh, right. to sleep with. Amazing. Um, except I don't think it was the most hygienic place. Oh. So our first problem were the rats. Oh no. And then... Our landlord got a cat to kill the rats. It was As like, if that was her was attempt like, to clear it. Clear it was out like the from a fairy tale. As if that was her attempt. But are you waiting? Um, the cat disappeared after a few days. Because what ate it? <laughs> the cat disappeared after a few days, and one of my housemates found a really bad smell in his room. No, it died. Uh, the cat had climbed up the drain pipe, got stuck, <gasps> and just died there. Oh my god! So that was the first thing: finding a dead cat in the drain pipe. Oh my and we still had rats. It hadn't killed any of the rats. Oh, well, maybe it didn't want them. <laughs> yeah. It, what um, actually happened was it realised what it had been hired for. It didn't like rats. didn't want to eat them. So it just killed itself. And then I think I think we finally got rid of the rats through poison and such. Which um, you would assume you'd go to. I did get really... some money knocked off my rent for the inconvenience. Oh, that's nice of her. Which, as a student, was great. Yeah. And then the housemates kind of settled in. Yeah. And all of them stopped doing dishes or cleaning up or no. washing their clothes or cleaning the bathroom or having parties, letting their friends throw up on the toilet and just leaving it there. No. So I couldn't use the bathroom in my own house because it was either covered in sick. Oh, God. Someone had pooped everywhere. Surely not everyone's like this at uni. No, but I, I feel like 
more people than you think no. are like this. No, I'm not having it. Jim. Our kitchen was just horrific. We had a gas oven as well, which was the worst thing for students. Yeah, but maybe she just hadn't changed it. Possibly, but it just got so dirty. And imagine a crack den. It looked like that by the end of it. I don't even know what a crack den looks like. You know, like you see on TV. No. <laughs> I don't watch that stuff. Well, it looked like a crack den. And then one day I came home and because I thought it was hilarious and they're all drunk, they brought like home a palm tree and planted it in the middle of the kitchen. What? Yeah, there's just soil everywhere. And they just planted there, stayed there for ages. They changed all the house bulbs to red. No, see, this is what the stuff... Because it was like a party house. This is the stuff that's not funny. And, oh my God, it was just so bad to live in. But all of that's not even the worst part of it, Grace. What's, what's the worst part? Because one day, there was four guys living in the house, one girl. Yes. Um, so one day, the girl was tidying her room and she finds this little USB drive with a little camera lens in it. Sitting on a bookcase. Oh, guys, I've heard this story and it's really creepy. So our first thought is the landlord. Because, you know, we all know each other. We're all nice to each other. We're all friends. Uh, we don't, we're not going to accuse yeah. any of each other. We assume the landlord because he is a bit weird. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's probably what you would assume. Uh, I Like, oh my God, the landlord's put something in the house while we've yeah. all been out. She plugs it in. She watches it. It's one of our housemates setting up the camera first in her room. All, idiot for showing himself while he's setting it up second of all actually no that should be the other way around second of all a creep absolute creep what a weirdo no um i would have to move out there and then i think i was away that week i think i was back home yeah i remember you saying and then when i came back (laughs) no one had told me this any of this had happened no one sent a text or anything obviously because it was too dramatic yeah so I came home and it was just me and him in the house and he didn't mention anything. And we like kind of chatted to each other in the kitchen. I asked Why was he still in the house? Because get obviously out. he'd gone back to like get his things. Oh. This was before the police had picked him up. God. Um, and they just all left the house, obviously, not knowing what to do or deal with it. They just went to stay at other people's houses. And I was just left chatting to this guy. I, I don't know if I could say his name. Let's call him a peeping Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidentally, his name was Tom. Um... I was just left chatting to him in the kitchen. Everyone had left and yeah, it was just massive pervert. No one told me. And then the, the police picked him up at the library the next day and everyone came back to the house and obviously I explained all of this. But he'd had uh, like 300 videos <gasps> of her getting changed and whatever else oh she was God, doing in there. Oh my God, but it's her own space. Right. It's her bedroom. And the police went through it all. I, th- I don't think he put any of it online. I think he was just, he admitted to being like obsessed with her. <laughs> the weirdest thing is the university let him back in and he lived in halls for the next year. The hell? Yeah. I think he should have gone to prison for that. I Just because he didn't put it out online. That's not up for me for me to say, but it's definitely wrong. Yeah. It's so wrong. And the university should not have let him back in. I mean, surely there is a thing where if, like, you're filming people without them knowing. Yeah. In their own personal space. It's like filming in toilets or something. But yeah, That's there's, there's, for a reason. there's what you were missing out on, Grace, by not going to university. For my third and fourth years, I lived with my best friend. Yeah. For two and then years. it all went yeah. smoothly. In. And it was all smooth and gravy. But this is why I think there's a problem here, guys. And if you're ever moving into halls or moving into space for university with people... Check random, who you're living yeah, with. Yeah, I think you need like proof of id and then you need to do an extensive google search on every single person crb checks yeah yeah exactly <laughs> find out any dirt you can show it to them case by case as if you're interviewing them for a crime and then then get them to spill their secrets and then move in 
<laughs> that, that's um, Grace's words of advice for this podcast. <laughs> Torture your housemates before they live with you. That's what we did, isn't it, Grace? That is how I worked Ca- with you, Casual yeah. bit of waterboarding just to check there was nothing weird. Unfortunately, there was nothing on you <laughs> on Google because I did try before we first met, but you know. Sorry, I just had to delete my history after I got caught filming all those girls. No, nothing to, <laughs> not something to joke about at all. Really creepy. No, thank you. But yeah, yeah, university is a scary place. Think about if you want to go there first. Yes. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast on education. Have we noticed how much more chatty Ryan gets the more the podcasts are made? It's just because I've had a drink. He hasn't. You just had dinner. <laughs> Next podcast, <laughs> Ryan has a drink. Okay. Thanks very much, guys. Um, make, if you enjoy it, make sure you rate it. Follow it. Can you rate it? Yes, you can rate it. I'm going to try and rate the ones I like. I don't know if you can do it on the cast app. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Bye. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, Headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.